What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. First things first. Again, thanks for supporting this podcast, Black News. I am on all of the platforms, still looking into a video aspect of the show. Give me some time. Y'all know it take me a long time to do stuff. But second, once again, I have another podcast that is on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and all apps where podcasts can be heard. It is called the Flex Zone Podcast. It is myself, Flex Alexander, actor, comedian, a writer and with Buddy Lewis, comedian, writer, and actor, we do a weekly podcast that is available on all platforms. So be sure to check that out in addition to Black News. The difference one guests on the show is three of us. This one is just me talking about all things related to Black people on the Flex Zone. We talk about everything. So watch both, listen to both. Uh, support one. Hey, do what, whatever you got to give, we gon' we gon' receive. Okay. So, uh, thanks in advance for doing that, and thank you for everyone who listened last week and tuned in. Um, really appreciate it. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, with that said, let's get into it. All right, we got a Brittany Griner update. Now, it ain't the update that we was looking for, okay? But it's an update. Um, As you know, and as you've heard on this podcast, and hopefully every other's, because we're not talking about this enough, Brittany Griner has been detained for almost five months in a Russian prison. She was going through airport, the airport uh, security and had some hash oil, vape cartridges. Hell, low key, we don't really know what she got. Because the story back then and the story now is totally different and it's Russia. So we don't know what the, what the deal is, at least from my perspective, but allegedly she had some form of marijuana in her suitcase and was detained. We didn't find out about it until weeks after she got um, locked up, but she recently, um, the trial finally started and she pleaded guilty. She pleaded guilty A lot of people were saying she did this because it is supposedly going to speed up the process. She gets convicted and then the United States can actually do something, some type of swap to get her back. But if she didn't do that, then there's probably going to be no hope. That's what some people and some articles that I've been reading were saying. But hopefully, whatever the case may be, that will work. She also sent or wrote a letter to President Joe Biden pleading for her release, asking him to continue to do anything that he can to bring her and some of the other Americans detained in Russia home. So I do feel like there has been a lot more conversation about her situation and being stuck over there than it was previously. But I'm of the school of like her basketball coach recently said and other people, her coach coach said, quote, if it was LeBron, he be home, right? It's a statement about the value of women. It's a statement about the value of a black person. It's a statement about the value of a gay person. 
all of those things. We know it. And so that's what hurts a little more. Basically, you know, it has shifted the conversation and I won't say shifted, but it has been magnified to the extent of, and then especially in this case, what if Brittany Griner were a male athlete? Would we be having the same conversation? Would we be doing the same things? Would she or he already have been home? I think I know the answer. A lot of people keep, you know, saying if that's comparing apples to oranges, she shouldn't have been over there. We have that bad relationship with Russia as a country. Why is she bringing vape cartridges into the the country, blah, blah, blah. There are explanations for all of that. I know one thing, and not to say that I do this or or condone it, but one thing about living in Los Angeles, and I don't think Brittany Griner, she lives in Arizona, that's where her team plays. I don't know if that's where she's based, but she's in Arizona. But I'm giving a perspective from LA. We ain't got no rules when it comes to marijuana. That's what it seemed like. Y'all, you can go outside right now. No, you can order on an app some weed. If y'all don't live out here and y'all have still have strict marijuana laws, let me put y'all up on something. In LA, you can go same way you would get your DoorDash, your Uber Eats. You can order weed. You can be like, hmm, I really want some weed. Log into the app. They give you discounts. You can have a weed brought to your house within the hour. So a lot of people that I know are used to moving around with some form of marijuana, whether it's vape pens, cartridges, edibles, oil, CBD, THC, patches, drinks, teas, candy. It does. It's it's we people just have it. So it's easy to have something in your bag and get on a plane with it because it's probably in your bag all the time anyway. And because there are really no laws to punish you like there was back in the day, you're not overly mindful of that being on your person. Not to say that again, this is Brittany's case, but I can see how something like this could have happened where she did not realize that that's what she had. And I think I probably said this months ago when we first talked about this. Brittany Griner been traveling to Russia for years. You really trying to tell me this the first time she has some vape pen cartridges in her bag? She probably make that team the most money out of any basketball player on the women's side coming in and out of that country. She probably is the biggest female draw in sports in Russia. I'm willing to bet she didn't just start having vape pens and cartridges. So you trying to tell me out of all these times now, this this is the first time that she didn't travel with some vape pens and cartridges? Knock it off. I'm not buying it. But overall, the next step in this is to watch to see after she had the guilty plea, what's going to happen? Will she be convicted? And will there be a swap or will they keep her ass over there? Because what I've been reading, the sentence could be up to 10 years. Child, listen. What y'all think? Y'all think Brittany gonna be over there? I hope not. I feel so bad for her and her family. I just can't imagine. Y'all let me know what y'all think about this situation. And if y'all have some additional updates, hit me up on social media at Cornelia. Shout out to Simone Biles for receiving a Presidential Medal of Freedom this past week. 
Simone Biles, the gymnast of all gymnasts, the best gymnast of all time, male or female. Okay, don't get it twisted. She has now become the youngest person to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She's 25 years old. She received the medal for her work in advocacy for mental health and safety. She also has a, is a big advocate for children in the foster care system and victims of sexual assault. Now, y'all know, or maybe y'all don't know, Simone Biles really started the conversation around athletes being able to confidently stand on their square in terms of their own mental health and well-being. She is a, a gold medalist at every competition, but this past Olympics, if y'all recall, Simone Biles sat out for a good portion of it because she was feeling mentally unstable. She was having what they call it, the shakes or the, or the, the loops or the spins. Basically, she sat out because she wasn't 100% there to the point where she could have broke her damn neck trying to flip all around that gym. She has the right to do that. I respect her. So that pretty much, in, a, in addition to uh, Naomi Osaka, started this conversation about athletes of this, this generation being able to do that because that's, that's very new. Um, if y'all remember Olympics of, of years past, you got girls flipping with broken legs. What was the girl? Carrie Strug? Remember y'all remember Carrie Strug? Is that her name? The little white girl who, who had to nail, um, the, the, the horse or, or the flip or whatever it's called. And she was on one leg. She couldn't have sat out. That wouldn't, she didn't have the ability to do that. Simone Biles in this generation of athletes really kicked that off. She's also a big advocate for victims of sexual assault because as y'all may be or may not be aware, that huge case that recently went to trial where all of the gymnasts were alleging that the, I think it was a USA gymnast doctor was sexually assaulting them for years. So she was one of the main people speaking out about that. So this woman literally has endured sexual assault. She, I believe, had to be was given up by her or couldn't be taken care of by her birth parents. Y'all, she got a lot in her background. And the fact that she is where she is today is a true testament to her as a person and, and kudos to her. Again, she is a gold medalist. She is a world national champion. She is the most decorated female and I believe male maybe gymnast in the history of of, of of living life okay so shout out to our girl Simone Biles other notable recipients of the presidential medal of freedom our favorite actor Denzel Washington got the presidential medal and he couldn't go to the ceremony y'all because he had COVID y'all was looking for them clips because y'all know Uncle, Uncle Denzel clips where he be when he caught on camera be going viral he couldn't even make it poor thing. I was looking forward to that. But these are the notes from the official White House website. Denzel Washington, an actor, director, and producer who has won two Academy Awards, a Tony Award, two Golden Globes, and a 2016 Cecil, De- Cecil, Cecil B. DeMille Lifetime Achievement Award. He has also served as national spokesman for the Boys and Girls Club of America for over 25 years. Another recipient, Diane Nash, a founding member of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee who organized some of the most important civil rights campaigns of the 20th century. 
Nash worked closely with Martin Luther King, who described her as the driving spirit in the non in the nonviolent assault on segregation at lunch counters. Fred Gray. Fred Gray was one of the first black members of the Alabama state legislature since Reconstruction. As an attorney, he represented Rosa Parks, the NAACP, and Martin Luther King, who called him the chief counsel for the protest movement. Y'all, shout out to them. Okay, shout out to trailblazers, people who were in the fight, who are now getting recognition and accolades for all of the work that they've done. Kudos to all of these legendary uh, people. Um, now, I did not watch the full ceremony. Y'all know Joe Biden, I can't watch Joe Biden no more. He is too old. I just, I every time I see him, I just turn the channel. I cannot bring myself to do it. I don't know if I'm frustrated, annoyed, feel guilty, bad, ashamed. I don't know. But I cannot see that man talking no more because he is a thousand and two years old. But did y'all watch the full ceremony? If so, what did y'all think? Did Was it a good one? Um, what other notable recipients? And I know I highlighted the black ones that I knew about. It could be some others, but I couldn't tell if those black by the names. Let me know if you watched and anybody else worth mentioning who received the Presidential Medal of Freedom this year. Hit me up. Um, hit me up with your thought with your thoughts. Now, speaking of trailblazers, the Las Vegas Raiders hired the first black female president in the National Football League. That woman's name is Sandra Douglas Morgan. Insert crowd cheering, the beep, 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 air horn, beep, beep, all of the noise. Shout out to Sandra Douglas Morgan for this huge fee because y'all know the NFL don't fool with the blacks. I kid, I'm not kidding. They fool with the blacks and to an extent. Apparently they don't fool with the blacks really in the front office because we've been hearing complaints for quite some time about the lack of diversity in all of these organizations and football clubs. But in this case of the Los Angeles Raiders, looks like they taking a turn. So little background about Miss uh, Douglas Morgan. She was the first black city attorney in Nevada where she and she also served there for the city of North Las Vegas. She was the first person of color named chair of the Nevada Gaming Control Board. She's also an independent director at Allegiant Airlines, Caesars Entertainment and Fidelity National Financials Incorporated. Talk and she out here doing it. Oh, and I also read that she was an AKA. So shout out to the AKAs, AKA the Stinky Pinkies, for having another representative in the front office. Shout out to the Stinky Pinkies. It's all love. I love y'all. Um, now what I was, I was reading about this story. I I don't know what the president do. Okay, what does the NFL team president do? If you're not a sports fan, like, well, I won't say like me because I like sports. I just don't really know about those front office positions, especially in the NFL, because um, y'all don't really know how I feel about that. But I looked it up. So the NFL team president, it, it, it varies by team. It depends on, in these cases, specific job descriptions, because based on the team and the organization, the president could mean different things. In a lot of cases, 
They run day-to-day operations for the team. They make hiring decisions. They have a say in the roster. So in her case, hey, maybe she, maybe she does. I hopefully, you know, hopefully does have hiring decisions, especially when it comes to coaches and, and staff personnel and all of that because them Negroes need it. Also, speaking of trailblazers, the National Hockey League um, hired Mike Greer, another a black man who is the first black general manager in NHL history. He is been he's been hired for the San Jose Sharks. So shout out to this brother. Now I don't know nothing about him. So if he, you know, if he ain't if he's skin folk, but ain't kin folk, I'm sorry. The same for Sandra. I mean, but she's stinky pinky, so I'm hoping, hoping she's good. But hey, listen, I'm gonna drop uh, Mike Greer's um, his stats and shout out to him. We're gonna hope for the best. So with him, he spent 14 seasons as a National Hockey League player. He participated in more than 1,000 games with the Edmonton Oilers. Washington Capitals, Buffalo Sabres, and the San Jose Sharks. He was also with the Sharks for three years as assistant coach, scout, and hockey operations advisor. So that brother put in some work behind the scenes and on the ice. So good luck to both of them. I really hope they succeed. I hope this kicks off some type of trend where more black personnel in the front offices of these organizations across the board in all sports, professional sports. I hope that uh, starts to happen. It's unfortunate that we are still in this era of first. It's 2022, like knock it off, but we're here. Um, So kudos to them for the hard work that they put in in order to get to this point, because I'm pretty sure it ain't easy and it ain't been an easy road. So kudos. Did y'all know about this? What are y'all thoughts about it? Do y'all got some, some information about either one of them? Maybe some backstory or do you just not give a damn? Hit me up and let me know uh, your thoughts at Cornelia on social media. Let's get into honorable mention. I would like to shout out the black Emmy nominees this year that came out and were announced today. Now this may not be all of them. This is just a quick snapshot from what I saw on Instagram right before I started recording this episode. Um, so I had to, I had to bring it up. Um, first Quinta Brunson, best actress in a comedy nominee, Issa Rae, best actress in a comedy nominee, um, Shirley Ralph and Janelle James both got supporting actress in a comedy nominations for their roles in Abbott Elementary and Abbott Elementary overall has a best ensemble um, nomination. Y'all, I love this for so many reasons. One, there was a beautiful clip, a viral video um, posted by Shirley Ralph's son, um, where he recorded why she got the news that she was nominated for an Emmy. And he said something in the captions to the effect of, 
after working 50 years in this business, she, my mom just received information that she had her first Emmy nomination in her career. And, you know, black people, we love our actors and our entertainers. We love Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph, the original dream girl. Okay, don't get it twisted. That's the original Dina. She been at it. Broadway, movies, TV shows, Moesha Mama. She was Lauren Hill Mama and Sister Act 2. We know Shirley Ralph. And we know the good work that she does in her and the caliber of actress, um, singer, entertainer, entrepreneur, philanthropist. We know that. But it's sometimes frustrating when the world does not know that. So to see that video of, of her receiving that information and the emotion behind it and her excitement, it was just mwah, chef's kiss. Mwah. We love to see it. Okay. Love to see it. Um, same for Quinta. For Quinta to start in this new era of entertainers where you can start on the internet and transition your career and build it out into something like this to have probably one of the best shows on TV right now. Mm-hmm. Chef, uh, just another chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janelle James, stand-up comic. You know, it's always, and y'all know this is except, especially personal for me because for women, black women in stand-up comedy, y'all really don't be checking for us. Now, y'all check for us in the sense where Y'all know we around and we're getting more shine and opportunities than the comics, the women comics before us. But y'all be trying, not y'all the black news listeners. I'm talking about the people out, other people. Y'all be trying to act like y'all don't even know what black women in comedy be doing. Every time they don't, people ask about stand-up comedy, people, we didn't, I don't know if anybody existed. Where are they? We don't even know. There aren't any black women who are funny in the world. Janelle James will keep murder all of these N-words on stage. One of the funniest comics, take gender out of it, period. So for her to get this Emmy nomination for her role in that show, it's just perfect. Um, it's same for Issa, you know, we've been down with Insecure since the beginning and I've been rewatching Insecure and it's still, it's just a good show. Um, so way to send off her in that final season with this, they better win. Do I expect them to win? Mm, no, because the Emmy's going to Emmy, but we're going to be watching and we rooting for everybody black. So, um, you know, kudos to them uh, for securing that, um, Emmys usually is within sometime in the, in the summertime. I didn't have the exact date of when the show airs, but we going to be tuned in. I'm going to use somebody's uh, 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 internet login for a cable, not internet, they cable login. Y'all know what I'm saying to watch. Um, and will y'all be tuned in? And if you have information about who else was nominated, hit me up. Let me know um, what you came across, who you rooting for. Or if you just don't give a damn like everything else, <laughs> let me know. Hit me up um, on social media with your thoughts. All right. To recap this week's episode first, again, I have another podcast that's available. The Flex Zone. It is on all apps or podcasts can be heard and it can be viewed on YouTube. Check that out. Um, Brittany Griner update. She pleaded guilty. We're just standing by to see what's going to happen. 
I hope our good sis gets out and is swapped for somebody. I don't give a damn who it is. They need to bring her back. Okay. Next, Simone Biles received the Presidential Medal of Freedom in addition to our favorite Denzel Washington, uh, Miss Diane Nash, and Mr. Freddie Gray. Also, another huge congratulations to Sandra Douglas Morgan, who's the first black female team president in the National Football League with the Las Vegas Raiders, and Mike Greer, who is the first black general manager in National Hockey League history. So kudos to all of them for their um, accomplishments. And that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing Black News with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia on all platforms across the board. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Canelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much guys i hope you have a fantastic week keep supporting keep growing keep building keep staying safe and keep staying healthy as always again i'll see you back here next time same time same place bye